As I watch, Lazari pulls out a knife and cuts into the outer lining of Godric Pendergast's satchel, revealing a hidden compartment in one side. When she slices it wide enough... Am I picking it up or are you? You found it. Be my guest. You sure know how to spoil a girl. It's a key. It's large, old-fashioned, tarnished silver. It's got a red tag attached, which is stamped. The Holloway Hotel, room 2902. Holy shit. Right? Remember what Godric said a couple episodes back? Hotel. The hotel. That's where we... Where you what? Get it. I mean, if Godric thought it was important. We gotta go, right now. I'm Blake Elridge, and this is Out of Sight. It takes most of a day to drive from New Mexico to the Holloway Hotel in western Missouri, which gives us some time to talk. It's just one thing right after the other. Yeah, Lone Falls, Godric, the Satchel, and now this hotel, whatever it is. Maybe something's hidden there. Shit, yeah. Maybe more information about that Cora thing. Remember that? The Cora, according to young pre-coma Godric Pendergast, it's a device that has the power to erase perception and memory, it doesn't destroy you, but it does the next worst thing. It takes away your ability to be seen, to be remembered. It turns you into a living ghost, so for the rest of your life, you're operating on a different frequency from the rest of the world. Like Lazari. Blake, Nakora. What? We don't even... Goddard's notes said they didn't even know if it really exists. Well, what if they were trying to find it or study it? The note also said the effects could be reversible. We don't even know if the core is what Vincent used to make me the way I am. I know, but... Like, assuming it's real, how did he even get his hands on it? I... shit, I don't know. There could be any number of other ways he did it. I mean, he made me immortal. Who knows what other tricks? I know. I know. place. Once again, podcast. Uh, right, right. Okay. We are in the lobby of the Holloway Hotel, which I can tell you from the last half hour of our drive is in the middle of nowhere. Interesting place for a hotel. The lobby is beautiful. Old, though. wonder what year. Here's a plaque. Holloway Hotel. Erected 1922. I hope they have modern plumbing. Nobody behind the desk. You were the only car in the parking lot. I'm surprised they're even open. This place is creepy, right? I'm gonna ring the bell. I keep thinking Jack Nicholson's gonna bust in with an axe. Hi! Hi! (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I was in the business office. I didn't see you walk in. I'm Zeke. I mean, Ezekiel. I mean, welcome to the hallway. How can I help you? Ezekiel Prescott is the lead receptionist at the Holloway Hotel mainly because he's the only one. He's tall, skinny, maybe 18 or 19, and he's wearing his uniform way too sloppily to hide the Metallica shirt underneath. Hey, 
I'm Blake. This is Lazari. Rad. Uh, do you have a... You don't have a reservation. No, sorry. It's cool. We don't get a ton of them. Yeah, this place feels pretty empty. Dude, you have no idea. It's been really slow lately. Does that make it hard for you guys to stay open? Well, we have our busy months. October, around Halloween, we're usually packed. Oh, yeah? Oktoberfest or... Uh... No. Oh, oh, my, oh, my bad. Did you want to book a room? Yeah, actually. A specific room. Wow, this thing's... Where'd you find this? An old friend gave it to us. We'd like to see the room, room if... 2902, I think... That's... Yeah. Sorry, that's in the old wing. We don't rent those rooms anymore. There's an old wing you don't even use? Can I ask... Is there something about this particular room? Like I said... An old friend used to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> Watched them in forever ago. It's been boarded up since the 60s. Why? You don't know? We are not from around here. We don't know any of the local... Okay, 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 okay. Is something wrong? Here's the deal. This hotel is like... You know some people like Star Trek? Rings a bell. This hotel is my Star Trek. If you get me started, I'm gonna get started. Sounds like you're our kind of people. You've got all the time you want. Oh, but my boss says we're not supposed to... Like, some of it's kind of bad. You don't say. You're not squeamish, are you? Trust me, kid. You're not gonna scare me off. You wanna hit those couches? No way anyone else is showing up tonight. I assumed Zeke suggested sitting down because he was tired, but the whole time he talks, he's squirming around or getting up to pace with excitement. Okay, so this hotel was built in like the early 20s by this dude named Henry Holloway. But when it was built, it was way bigger than it is now. The hotel we're standing in, the functional hotel, it's only like a third of the size it used to be. They used to have two other wings off the main building. The east wing's been demolished, but the west wing is still standing. That's where your room, 2902, is. The old wing. Why is it blocked off? How is the other one demolished? Just, just, I'm sorry, just... The story's so much better if you tell it in order. Sure, go ahead. Okay, so for some insane reason, when he built it, Holloway decided the building should be all fucked up inside. Like, for instance, some of the hallways are too narrow, or some of them twist and turn randomly when they're supposed to be straight. Why? I think it was built to make people feel weird. Again, why? See, that's the thing. People disagree about that. Was Holloway just a fucked up guy? Or did he have a vision? Like, why would you install false windows so when people open the curtains, it's just wall? Are you serious? Dead serious. Stairs to nowhere, too. And doors that don't open. The whole fifth floor is a, a death trap. None of the windows open, and the fire escape just skips past it outside. I'm voting fucked up, guy. Weren't there any local authorities that- But shit like this is everywhere. The floors in some of the guest rooms, they slope at a weird angle, so if you stay too long, you start getting sick and dizzy. And then there's other rooms that are normal inside, except the deadbolts are outside in the hall, like they were designed to lock people in their rooms. So does this town not have a fire marshal? Or... It sounds like that murder hotel in Chicago in the 1800s, like H.H. Holmes shit. Dude, trust me, tip of the iceberg. Just last year, we tore down a wall in the basement and found this huge ballroom-sized room down there that wasn't on the plans. Anything in it? Just some 
weird stains on the ground. Fun. But the main thing is really Rose. Is that a person? Henry Holloway's daughter. See, okay. Pretty soon after this place opened back in the 20s, Holloway's wife disappeared. Disappears like... Some people think Holloway killed her, but there was never any proof. She was just gone without a trace. And a couple years after that, his daughter Rose got, like, institutionalized. Mental illness? Yeah, like, out of nowhere. Her whole life, she was supposedly really sweet, and one day, she just snaps. Stabs one of the guests with a pair of sewing scissors. Jesus. Years later, when she got out of the asylum, her dad dragged her kicking and screaming back here. And she fucking died here. And now, she haunts the old wing. You've seen her? Not me personally, but tons of other people, even some of my friends. They went in the old wing. Isn't it off limits, yeah, or...? but come on, man. So people sneak in. And they all say the same thing people were saying back when the wing was open. They say you'll be walking down the hall. And you'll turn around, and there'll be a lady following you a few yards back. And she's carrying a rusty old pair of scissors. If you turn back around to face forward, and you keep walking and don't look at her again, eventually she'll disappear. But if you look back a second time, she'll stab your eyes out. Yikes! So, Holloway lost both his wife and his daughter. And then he lost the whole East Wing to a fire. That's why it was demolished. Oh man, my man was on a streak. No wonder he hanged himself. Because of his family or the fire? Rumor has it he was mostly upset about a bunch of valuable stuff he lost in the fire. Worth killing himself over? Supposedly he collected objects. I don't know, like artifacts with a lot of significance. The kind of stuff some people think is powerful, so people show up out of the woodwork to steal it or destroy it. A lot of people think that's what happened with the thing in 1968. What happened in 1968? Actually, you want to follow me? There's something I'd love to show you. Uh, sit anywhere you want. Sorry about all the dust. Zeke's brought us to an old office that's clearly not been in use for some time. No computers, boxes stacked haphazardly, metal filing drawers slid halfway out. He keeps forgetting to search for whatever he's looking for in the excitement of telling the story. <sighs> It's the reason the West Wing was closed down. This was in late February 1968. There was some kind of fancy ballroom party going on. And around midnight, some guy dressed in a black tuxedo comes in. Well, everyone just figures he's one of the guests. He stays for a while, dancing and drinking, chatting people up. And then he goes into the smoking room. Well, there are six other dudes in there hanging out. Longtime associates of Holloway's, right? Having whiskey and cigars or whatever. Tuxedo guy goes in and locks the door behind him. And obviously no one knows what happened between him going in and the gunshots. Gunshots? Exactly. Six gunshots. So everybody's scared shitless, right? And then the door flies open and Tuxedo guy comes running out of the smoking room covered in blood holding a revolver. Behind him, all six of Holloway's guys were dead. One shot each. And nobody tried to grab him? I think, like, a few people did sort of half-assedly, but he had a gun. He already proved he was willing to... Yeah. They closed the old wing after that. Owners didn't want a mass shooting affecting business. People still call, trying to rent rooms in that wing, though. Sometimes they even ask for specific rooms like you did. When you say it's not available, they just hang up. It's so... Guys, check this out. 
and all the searching, he's taken his focus off Lazari long enough to forget her. So he only shows it to me. It's a picture frame that holds a simple black and white pencil sketch of a man's face. He's probably in his 30s or 40s, narrow black eyes, smile lines, and dark wavy hair. Did, like, somebody famous draw this, or... What? No, dude, this is Tuxedo Guy. This is the original police sketch. Check out the date in the corner. February 1968. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. I know. And they never caught him? Out of the corner of my eye, I see Lazari, still amused by Zeke, take a casual glance. In one second, all the amusement drains out of her face. Back then, police didn't talk across county lines. If he got out of Missouri, it wouldn't have been hard to disappear. I catch Lazari's eye. We clearly need to talk privately and fast. Zeke, I appreciate you taking this much time. It means a lot to us, but now... Us? Me. Sorry, me. I I don't know what... I'm just... I need to take a little break. I'll get a room. This has been... Thank you. (laughs) No, man. Thank you. Nobody lets me go on that long. It's my pleasure. This kind of thing, it's my Star Trek, too. Zeke books us a room on the third floor, and we head up. As soon as the door is closed, Lazari turns to me. It's Vincent. That sketch, it's a sketch of Vincent. Holy shit. You're sure? He said it's from 1968. Yeah, I'm sure. He would have to be... Yeah. He did it to himself, too. Made himself immortal. Before he did it to me. Fuck, what does that mean? I don't know, Laz. I'm I'm trying to put all the shit in one pile here. Why was he in Missouri? Hadn't he been living in Italy a while when you got there? I mean, if he moved there right after the shooting, he could have had 20 years in that mansion before I knocked on his door. So, Godric Pendergast sends us to a hotel that Vincent's been to. And how did we find Pendergast? From that guy Spider in Lone Falls, who we found because of... That anonymous letter saying we should go there in the first place. God damn it. No doubt anymore, is there? It's not if we're being jerked around. It's by who? We need to check out that room. 2902 tonight. We wait till after midnight, then grab the key to room 2902 and slip out. We're not sure if we need to sneak around or not. You think Zeke's still working? Is it anybody? It dawns on us slowly. We don't know where to access the old wing. And the hotel is vast. The door we're looking for could be anywhere. But the search is fun in its own weird way. Running around an empty building, checking out places we probably shouldn't be entering. Laz and I live for this shit. Not to mention some of the hotel's oddities that Zeke told us about. Hold up. Whoa. Something's weird. Oh, this is bizarre. Is this hallway weirdly long, or...? No, look, it's built in perspective. The ceiling slopes down, and I think the walls are getting narrower, so it looks longer than... Damn, this is cool! Careful, don't hit your head. I've never seen something like... Oh! Oh, shit! Ow! We had to stoop to reach the door at the end of the hallway, which was only about waist height. It was like a funhouse. In another area of the building? This hallway is straight out of Edgar Allan Poe. Gothic cathedral vibes. Ceiling's gotta be 30 feet high. Whoa. 
God, this place is weird. I just noticed. No doors down the sides. No door at the end, either. A corridor to nowhere, like, why even build it? Holloway was a weirdo? Yeah, but you'd think they're... Shit, look. This niche. There totally used to be a door here. It was painted over? Looks like. Wonder where it went. We wander into what has to be an area of the hotel not meant for guests. It's in the basement, all badly lit stone corridors. This place is like a labyrinth, and it's hard to make sense of it. A lot of the rooms don't even have windows to help orient ourselves. I'm not going to lie. We get pretty lost. I don't know. Let's go through here. I think we're supposed to be heading that way. There's no supposed to. We don't know where the old wing is. Zeke said West Wing. And do you know which way is west from the bowels of a giant hotel? I have an excellent internal compass. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who gets us lost half the time? Hey, this door looks promising. That is a brick wall. Who builds a door to open onto a brick wall? Henry Holloway, evidently. We're never going to find it. But we do. It takes another 30 minutes, but finally, at the end of a long, dimly lit hallway in a rarely used employee area, we come upon a door. West Wing. Authorized personnel only. Thank God. It's unlocked. That basically makes us authorized, right? They should really get housekeeping in here. While the main building of the Holloway Hotel is old, it's also beautifully preserved. The old wing, not so much. Wallpaper is peeling in strips from every wall. Mold stains the baseboards. Planks of wood cover every window. As we move toward the stairs, glass and grime crunch under our feet. Somewhere high above us, the vaulted ceiling is dripping brackish water. So, if it's laid out like it is in the main building, 2902 would be... This hallway, right? Of course, it would be the longest, darkest one. That's how you know you're doing it right. I shine my phone light on the room numbers as we go. 2788, 2790... And that's when I know I feel eyes on my back. Les, stop a second. What is it? I think there's someone behind us. That's not... Like a dress hanging on a... No. That is definitely a person. A woman in a dress, right? Hello? Hi? Laz, what are you... Are you sneaking around too? Which is when the silhouetted figure at the far end of the hallway raises her arm. And we can see what she's holding. Is that... Scissors? It's the daughter, Rose Holloway. She's coming. Yeah, okay, time to go. Remind me of the rules real quick. What rules? The Rose rules. What did the kids say? Oh, shit. If you turn back around to face forward and you keep walking and don't look at her again, eventually she'll disappear. But if you look back a second time, she'll stab your eyes out. So... 
We shouldn't have taken our eyes off her because that look was the only one we get. If it's true. Maybe it's not true. We just passed 2810. We just need to... Fuck. She's right on us. She's like a foot behind us. If I turn around and confront her... Laz, don't. Maybe it's just a seek and a wink. Please don't. Or... You run ahead. What? You run ahead. I'm a mortal. Maybe I can... But you can still get your eyes gouged out, right? Probably. Then fuck that. I can't not look back. 2902. Look, Laz, room 2902. We're here. We're good. You don't have to look. Just give me the key. We can just go inside. Unless she follows us in there. Okay, Laz, shut up and listen to me. She's right at my fucking earplug. You know, you know I see you, right? Ever since I found you again, ever since the last time in that pizza place, every time I've looked at you, I've seen you. Even when I'm not trying to, even if it's just out of the corner of my eye, even now, when I'm looking straight ahead so I don't see her behind us, if you hand me the room key, I can take it without even glancing down. Try it. See? I know where you are without looking. I always know where you are. Yeah? Yeah. I'm putting the key in the lock now, okay? Mm-hmm. Now put your hand on mine. We're going to turn it together. Can you put your hand on mine? Yeah. Doing it now. Now we're going to turn it together. Ready? Uh-huh. And now... Jesus. Fuck. I need to lie down. I puke. I should puke before I lay down. I've never seen you scared like that before. It's been a long time. You've seen everything. You've seen beyond death. I don't know what it is about her. She's... Shit. Okay. It's okay. You wanna take a minute or? No, fuck that. As long as she's not trying to get in, we might as well look around. Room 2902 at the Holloway Hotel is a huge suite with two bedrooms, a kitchenette, and a living room. It looks like it wasn't clean when the wings shut down. The bed sheets are still crumpled. There's a moldy coffee mug on the table, which is good news because it means no one's taken the cool stuff away. Hey, Blake. What'd you find? I think it's a journal. I think it's his journal. And by his, Lazari means none other than Godric Pendergast, which immediately bears fruit by solving an acronym that's been haunting us for a while. Just after the war, I was officially inducted into the Leap Year Society. L-Y-S. And for years, they consumed my every thought. Between the journal and a bunch of other papers and objects we find in room 2902, the next couple hours are information overload. First of all, the Leap Year Society, according to Godric, it was founded in the late 19th century by a group of scholars and scientists who came together with the common goal to, quote, seek the unknown. Yeah, that means a cult. Couldn't they just be really enthusiastic flat earthers? Rule of thumb, 
whenever anyone says the unknown or the beyond or new horizons, they're just a coward who's too scared to say the occult. Me, I prefer to use the term that fits. Cowards or not, the LYS apparently operates in obsessive secrecy, to the point that almost no one who's not in the society is even aware that they exist. This, despite being a fairly large group, fairly widespread, and extremely wealthy. Godric's journal hints at a lot of the stuff the LYS was up to, but it mostly focuses on his primary obsession, the quantum origin redaction apparatus, or the Cora. You know what I'm talking about. The device we think might have caused Lazari's curse, as well as all those disappearances in Lone Falls, Colorado. Some kind of old and powerful technology, technology that can destroy lives in the wrong hands. Possibly because it's so dangerous. The Cora was the holy grail for a lot of people. And guess what? In 1967, it was found by none other than Godric Pendergast and his team. But no one even knew how to use it, or even what it could do created a lot of conflict in the LYS. Some people, like Godric, wanted to study and experiment on it. Other people thought it should be left alone. Quote, in cold storage at the inn. Wait a minute. What are you thinking? Z said Holloway collected forbidden arcane objects, right? You think the Holloway Hotel is cold storage at the inn? Would explain why Vincent showed up here on a shooting spree. Maybe Holloway was in the Leap Year Society and the six men Zeke mentioned. Maybe they took over guarding the objects after Holloway died. Motherfucker. Did we just solve a 50-year-old mystery? The Cora was safely stashed here. This place was like an LYS repository or something. Vincent killed the guys guarding it, stole it. Then a couple decades later, he turned it on me, those people in Colorado, and fuck knows who else. We're gonna fix this. If it's even fixable... Bring everything. If the answer's anywhere in this pile of crap, we're gonna find it. It takes us about half an hour, but we manage to stuff everything that looks even remotely like information into our bags. Unfortunately, that was the easy part. Now we have to get past her. You'd think ghosts could get through doors. Do we just walk out there and try really hard to not look back? That's if the legend is true and she doesn't just stab us in the face. Why does she scare me so much? She is a ghost. I see a ghost every time I brush my teeth. That's not it. It's more like... If I look at her, I'm gonna recognize something familiar. Something I don't want to see. Actually, that makes sense. What makes sense? Think about it. Why hasn't anyone found the stuff in this room before us? Because she scared them off or killed them? Yeah, that's my guess too, but why? What does that poor girl care about guarding this shit? I get why her dad would care or his enchanted object-hoarding buddies, but why the hell would Rose want to spend eternity protecting this? You think... It sounds like Holloway and his buds were into a lot of the same shit as Vincent. If he knew ways to make you immortal, what's to say they didn't know how to force her to guard this room forever? expect Laz to yell at me for not turning my ringer off, but instead, she just looks lost in thought. I check the screen. Shit, it's Emily Pendergast. Why is she calling? It's like 3 a.m. Emily? Blake, I... I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't wake you up, but I didn't think this could wait. Jesus, are you okay? Godric's been shot. What? Is he alright? Are, are you? The man missed. The bullet just grazed his arm. They think he'll be fine. Or 
What man? When did this happen? Not even an hour ago. The police are still here. Did you get a look at the shooter? I'd fallen asleep in the chair by Godric's bed, and when I woke up, he was there and he had a gun. God, Emily, I'm so sorry. That must have been... He said you weren't supposed to be here. Like I'd done something wrong. And when I looked at Godric, he was wide awake and sitting up. Christ. So I started to scream, obviously. But he walked right past me and right up to Godric. Kept asking him, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, of course. So finally the man turned the gun on me and said he'd kill me if Godric didn't tell him. Holy shit, Emily, I'm- No, just listen. So that seemed to activate Godric somehow. Maybe he cares for me more than I knew. And he wrote down some numbers and handed them to the man. When the man took the numbers, Godric tried to, to hit him or grab him. I don't know, so... He... He shot Godric and ran. Numbers? Same numbers, or... I don't know. You didn't exactly give me time to commit them to memory. And the guy seemed satisfied with that? Well, he stopped threatening to shoot me in the head. But you're saying he got away? I'm sorry. I have to go. The police want to talk to me again. Of course. No problem. Thank you for calling me, Emily. And I'm so sorry this happened. Blake, listen to me. Be careful, okay? This man... We can't. We? I can't. Goodbye, Blake. Yeah. What was that about? Short answer, we need to get out of here. I have an idea about that. Should we discuss it, or... Just stay behind me. Rose? What are you doing? You still around, Rose? She's behind us. She's right behind us. Yeah, okay. It's like Lazari's trying to psych herself up, and then she turns around to face Rose. <sighs> Shit, what are you... Stop! I know, I'm not supposed to look at you a second time, but I want you to look at me. I can't let her do it alone, so I turn around too. Rose stands there, in shadows so dark you can barely see her. Scissors opening and closing. Yeah, I know you can hurt me, but before you do, really look at me. I'm scared of you because you're like me. Vincent, your dad, to us they're no different. They're basically the same powerful man who did diabolical shit to us and walked the fuck away. Left us serving life sentences that'll never end. But if you let us go, and I find a way out of this, I won't forget you. I'll come back for you. If you don't believe me, here are my eyes. Go ahead. Laz! A long, horrible, endless moment, and then Rose's grip slackens on the scissors. Thank you. I'll come back. I promise. We really should. Yeah. I'll pack. You find that paper with Godric's numbers. On it.
Merciful Ghost or no Merciful Ghost, there's no way we're spending the rest of the night in the Holloway. We pack everything from room 2902 into our bags, leave cash on the counter for Zeke, and make tracks back to the RV. The man who shot Godric has the same numbers we have. Whatever he's about to do with them, we need to do it first. 389711124-954560872. I thought it was a code, but now thinking of the way Vincent took off as soon as he got them, maybe they're a location, maybe they're coordinates. With the help of a couple decimals and Lazari's brilliant mind, those numbers turn into a set of coordinates. 38 degrees north, 95 degrees west, a settlement in Douglas County, Kansas, a tiny community called Stoll, which is host to a lot of creepy legends centered around a graveyard there and a legendary gateway to hell. We don't know what Vincent wants at those coordinates, but here's what we do know. He's going to be there. And if there's any chance of curing Lazari and getting justice for all his other victims, that's where we need to be too. I have a feeling I can't shake that this will change things. That what we're going to find in that cemetery will alter the course of our lives. For better or worse, I I can't say. We just have to go and find out. Out of Sight. Created by Reflector Entertainment. Produced by Gideon Media. Written by Jessica Kincaid, directed by Jordana Williams, and starring Jorge Cordova and Reina DeCourcy. The executive producer is Alexander Amancio. The IP producer is Alexis Otier. Sound design by Bart Fassbender. Music by Yuchiro Oku. And additional writing by Mac Rogers. The executive producer for Gideon Media is Sean Williams. This episode also features James Foster Jr., Hennessy, and Lori Elizabeth Parquet.